1: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
2: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
3: From iHeart Podcasts. Medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption.
2: When people fall in line, they fall in line.
4: Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew.
3: I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves.
4: knowledge from fatherhood to politics shouting out comics just paying homage what's up tiff yeah you know she ready shy town's on speaking to the grownest sexy hey, we gonna last hey, cut them and kick it and at the end we leaving with just a lift your spirits make you want to revisit tell your friends take a listen young folks say it's lit old folks say we dig it hey, hey, can't no bitch do what hey, you do. Hey, can't no
6: Hey, this is comedian Flame Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn. I am your host, and along with my beautiful co host, the one and only icon, Miss Bobby Clifford. Hi, you toots. Hi, you <laughs> We are here to this week to give you what we have. This is a grand week because this is Thanksgiving week, which, which we will touch on later in the show. Uh, Thanksgiving means so many different things to so many different people and for so many different reasons. And we'll talk about that later. But right now, we're gonna start off with this. So, thank you. At Saturday, I was in um, Oakland, California, with Tiffany Haddish. Saturday the eighteenth, and uh, Lil rail for the Best Friends Tour. Thank you at the world famous. Um, what was the name of the theater we were at? <coughs> uh, I, I can't remember. It was fantastic, though. It, it was. It was so nice. It's a historic theater. good guy. My mind just went blank, and I haven't even had nothing.
7: It's a menopause um, it, moment. You. A menopause and,
6: moment. And it. <laughs> It was definitely a men pause because <laughs> I'm pausing these men uh, it was so wonderful and uh, it was a great show Oakland was so wonderful and great thank you and then Sunday I did a re- I did the Diva simply singing which is Shirley Ralphs the longest running AIDS and HIV awareness uh, AIDS benefit in the country this was her 33rd year I went it was a grand affair she hosted costume change five or six times um, oh my god so many phenomenal entertainers was on this show. Uh, Jordan Sparks won American Idol season six was there. She was fantastic. Amber Riley just murdered the show. Anthony Hamilton, Shirley Ralph did her thing. To open the show was Laverne Cox. And we're still waiting on her to open the show. I ain't going to say nothing bad about it, but I damn sure ain't going to say nothing good. Good, God, She sang opera, a a, a German opera. Why? She started trying to be soprano. She started trying to be soprano, but mid-song, she went full Barry White. I think she went two octaves lower than Barry White. and It's up on my YouTube and my Instagram page. If y'all want to go get y'all a good old snicker, because it was a good snicker for me. I sat next to a beautiful woman. A beautiful white woman. She's a TV actress. I'm not gonna mention her name, but when I tell you, she is my new road dog because <laughs> me and her sat next to each other, and we were like the two old me and muffins. We were really oh my god, we had the best time. Anissi Nash Betts' wife, Jessica Betts, did a fantastic job. It was a great show, grand event. It raises money for health awareness and all of that. So I was glad to go. And this is Thanksgiving week. Bobby Clipper, how are you? How was your week?
5: Woo-hoo!
7: Well, I'm breaking in the elastic waist pants. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for the big day like an athlete. I am doing my stretches, and uh, I'm getting ready for the turkey. Um, I'm Okay. Things Um, have been okay. Kind of getting ready for the holidays, cleaning up the yard, putting away lawn lawn stuff. You know, it's cold here. I know you have beauty uh, 12 months out of the year, but we don't have that here in Boston. It gets a little nippy. Um.
6: I'm not going to be able to deal with the cold, especially in Boston, because that's the white people cold. There's a different kind. See, there's black people cold, and then there's white people cold. Oh, I know. White people don't get cold until it gets arctic. Yeah,
7: yeah. (laughs) But but it's it's funny. It's coming in. We've had this super unseasonable, we've talked about this before, weather this year. And then all of a sudden, it was like 68 on Friday, and then we went down to like 30-something Sunday. And let me tell you, when it goes that quickly, it hits different. It's like I feel like my grandmother, my, my blood didn't get a chance to thicken or she'd, she'd say these most ridiculous uh, things, but now that I'm probably pushing the same age she was when she said them, I get it. It's cold.
6: Where are we going, Bobby? What's happening in the world? Wow. What are we we doing?
7: Um, Did you hear Jimmy Kimmel is, is going to host the 2024 Academy Awards?
6: I heard they will just not give me my job. I don't know why they keep bypassing me to give that job to everybody but me, Bobby Pippen, But I think he's gonna do a great job. Jimmy Kimmel's a great He's girl.
7: terrific and I think he's breaking him in for you. Uh, you know what I would love to see? I'd love to see you and Jimmy Kimmel. I think there will be a lot of oh, I can Yeah, do that. I think that that would be a great did back you say...
6: And forth. Wait a minute. Did you say and Jimmy Kimmel, or in Jimmy no, Kimmel, no. you know that Boston accent. You,
7: <laughs> you. I was gonna be like, oh, well, he's really not my type, no. but you know, the hey. two of you hosting <laughs> together. Look at, I'm turning red. People can't even see. Um, no, I think that would be great because I'd love to see the back and forth between the two of I, you. I, I think that would be, I think that'd be terrific. But he has historically, I think he's done a really good job in the in the past. Takes a certain person, as you know, to be a really good host to keep people engaged. Yeah. Um. And he kind of plays off of people and circumstances. I mean, they obviously have a script when they go in, but he can ad lib, you know, very well as well. Um. So I, thought, I thought that I, I could be his. I could be his. I could be his trans germo. There you go. Oh my god. You might have. We yeah. might have to paint a m- mustache on you. But um. But you. But you, abs- <laughs> you absolutely. You absolutely could. You know. And you, we'd have to dig a hole for you too, because I think that germo is about five foot and a half, and that's about it. Um. Also, did, did you see the huge marketing um stunt that Snoop Dogg did? He said he was giving up smoke. I think the whole world went crazy. Uh, But that wasn't it. It's a a, a solo stove fire pit, the Snoop Dogg edition. (laughs) For $350 sold at at hardware stores near you. Get them for Christmas.
6: I thought that the branding of that was fantastic. I love the way they did that in one day. And it really made it look like he was giving up smoking. But he, he said he was giving up smoke. So he just didn't want to have the smoke in his clothes. I thought that was great. And our producer Aaron Howard pointed out a very valid point before we started taping the show to say that he must have really had that money in the bag already because that was great strategic. That was great strategy. That was fantastic. Money. And
7: because uh, and everybody was on that, the edge of their seat. I mean, first at first I believed it for a nanosecond, but I went to the negative because you know I'm Boston Irish, so you got to go to the negative. I'm going, oh, he's sick. Something happened, and he's and then I went. He's not giving up weed he's going to do edibles instead so he doesn't have the smoke in his clothes but i never went to a solo stove fire pit that that never was in my it, it, even on my horizon so i thought that was that was dynamite i love clever clever people i wish i was clever that i'd have a bazillion dollars right but I, i'm not clever oh look they're Ooh. coming to pick you up flame um <laughs>
6: uh-uh. not a <not> big <laughs> ass on the <my> motorcycle <laughs> uh weevils wobble and they don't fall down but my fat ass will fall out okay.
7: <laughs> did you know that Monday was transgender day of remembrance I did know I that didn't. I just
6: want to remember two very That's big, I want I to remember two very important people in the trans fight one is um uh, Sylvia, uh, oh, uh or last name I want to say Guerrero. she was on the front line fighting way back with um Oh, what's her name? Who threw the first brick? Good God, Bobby, help me right now! My man went somewhere Throw else.
7: Throw a brick.
6: Her name. She threw the brick at Stonewall. Oh God, my man is somewhere else. Um, I can't think of. It. If you call her name, I'm a, as soon as you say it, it's on the tip of my tongue. But it's been a long day to remember things. But I and and I get a lot of backlash from being part of a community that sometimes don't believe that I am with them. But I am with my trans sisters and brothers especially the ones that have common sense. Yeah. I'm not with the ones that do not have common sense.
7: God bless her. Is it Marsha P. Jordan Johnson? Excuse me.
6: Marsha P. Johnson. That's her name. That's her name. Thank you, Bobby. Marsha P. Johnson, who was the face and the godmother of the Stonewall movement, because she was the first one to throw a brick to get it started so that we would have the rights. And it's always usually a trans woman or a trans person to really stand up and stand strong or or, or very strong in his uh, in his constitution, gay man like Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk, mm-hmm. maybe he rest in peace, fought very hard for gay rights and equality and woo woo woo. And which I think is what we should be focused more on, more on is the equality more so than the this and that. I do think that we all should be able to live as Americans peacefully and happily. So to all my trans brothers and sisters, yes, it is Transgender's Day. Remember, I think 34 trans people, trans women have been killed this year. I've seen a statistic so far through violent crime. So I wish that we can fix that and get rid of that and and we can come together as a community. But... uh, We'll see. We'll see what the future holds. That's what we have to vote our present so that we can make changes in our future. So, okay, Bobby, where are we going next?
7: So, um, speaking of staying on the sort of the same tack, the Supreme Court is not going to allow Florida to enforce the law targeting drag shows. So, this is a real talk about throwing a brick. This is a real um, kick in the shins for Ron DeSantis since this is one of the
6: good, yeah. good, because he should have never made that, that has nothing to do. With, Ron DeSantis has been a thorn in Florida side for quite some time. It's starting mm-hmm. with fighting Disney over some stuff because Disney is the biggest uh, moneymaker of Florida. And then he comes with the don't say gay and don't just say drag shows. But I'm a drag performer, Bobby. I did drag shows for 30 years successfully. Drag shows never hurt anybody. Drag shows has never stopped anybody. In fact, I've had women and men come up to me and say, oh, my God, I was in a bad place. But that song made me feel something. The way you perform that song. And that's not just my story as a drag performer. That is so many drag entertainer stories that they touch somebody in a positive way mm-hmm. I hate that they've tried to shine a negative light on it but I'm glad that Florida t- gave him their ass to kiss and turn the back on him he ain't gonna be the governor of Florida next to America. Well, and
7: I never I never understood that uh, like I the way that I look at it it's all entertainment right if I don't want to see something don't go see it if you've got a problem, I, I, you know, then Ron DeSantis obviously is not going to be in watching one of your direct shows. So that's not a problem. Don't buy a ticket, but why are you going to stop other people from a making money? And for me, what if I enjoy them? That that's a type of entertainment that I enjoy. I don't get it. So anyway, it's, it, the Supreme court yeah. said, no, it's not happening. So, um, so on we move. so i know uh, in immigration trump was down by the border, you know, spouting his you know, his rhetoric of how he's going to stop it and blah blah blah. i am going to say to you that um, here in boston, we're in an asylum an asylum city. say that 10 times fast. Um, and right now, because we are so full flame, we are literally using our our state's transportation building to house migrant families in the conference rooms and um, empty office spaces. you know, off, you know, somebody left and their office is empty and we're putting people in there for emergency shelter so, um, I, I'm hoping Congress and I'm hoping everybody's paying attention and they're voting in, you know, giving us some solutions instead of everybody pointing out the problem, which is what we talk about all the time. Um, you know, Abbott is still poking at, um, still poking at Biden. He's furious that his, that his um, wiring was take, taken off to keep people out and all that jazz. I ugh. um, But anyway.
6: Well. With the, with the immigrant, it's, it's bad everywhere, and it's bad in almost every city. And I was just in Oakland, mm. and I saw so many homeless camps and woo-woo-woo. So they're just going to be contributing to that. What I do not understand is they have all of these closed facilities, all of these old warehouses and government buildings. Allow those people to clean those places up and give them some place to live. The winter is coming, and the winter don't care whether you're homeless it or isn't, in a house. Isn't, it's cold. It's cold. It's Now, the only
7: thing I could think of— but you can reallocate the funds, is a lot of these buildings are probably not safe, right? They might have lead paint. The pipes might be blah, blah, blah. You know, everything that we get caught for. But if all of these cities are getting some sort of money, can you take those monies and instead of, I don't know, trying to put people in hotels, can you fix up the buildings instead? You know, like, I don't know, figure out another way to reallocate those monies because that's not a bad idea. Uh, you know, and having having yeah. buildings that aren't empty, especially in in downtrodden areas you know w- which read nothing but but um, miscontent or wh- wh- whatever you want to say, uh, I think having people and families living in them that that's not necessarily a bad idea. See to flame that's a solution. whether we use it or not, it, you're bringing something to the table instead yeah. of just pointing and going, I don't like something.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriend's Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel every Thursday, already know. each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists. From police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Let's go.
5: I used to have so many men.
1: Listen to a brand new season of Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
7: Speaking of rejects, this, the Supreme Court is rejecting an appeal on um, Derek Chauvin, the the uh, killer of George Floyd. So he didn't feel that he got a fair trial, uh, and the Supreme Court said, "You're staying in jail," uh, and he's not getting up. He's not. It's not getting overturned. We're not overturning his conviction.
6: I was uh, very good to hear. Very good to hear. I want him. I think what they should do is put a video in a video camera in his room, and a, and they should just every day, all day long, on repeat. They should show him with the same look that he had on his mm. face while he had his knee on George Floyd's neck and looked into the camera as if to say, "You can't do anything to me." Remind him of what the, every day for the rest of his natural life they should remind him of exactly how he looked and how he dealt with that. So that's how I, I mean, feel. he's
7: got it. He's got quite the sentence, right? It's 22 and a half years in prison. And then it's 10, 10 years and eight months to 15 years for, for, you know, he's got like two different crimes going and they, they're going to be served back to back. So um the one thing that, that is good, that is still being upheld, at least in New York is that we still have bans on police chokeholds that you know went through the court of appeals in New York, and it's they're still not allowed under any circumstances to use any type of chokehold. It's not a modified, it's not a, a this or a that. We're just not having it. Um, so I'm sort of happy to, happy to see that. We we need police reform. These guys need need to be given other tools. We've talked about this before. I really believe that we need to have a social worker that's always on. Um, and the police, and many of the police. I mean, I have several friends that are policemen. They have degrees, so take take some some social work degree people um, and put them out there. They're, they're they'll be better able to deal with some of the tricky situations like this one. Um, something I'm not so happy to talk about: mass shootings. So we're currently at for 2024 611. Um, just uh, just moments before you and I um, came on, probably well, probably an hour and a half. There was a Chicago a shooting in Chicago at uh, in the Pullman neighborhood. Walmart. Wood. Yep, in Walmart. Um, three shot one critically. They they the perpetrator got them while they were loading groceries in their car. Um, and, and got away. There also was one in Dayton, Ohio. Um, where yeah. four people were injured. Twenty years yeah. old,
6: he was, and he was twenty years old.
7: Something about Walmart. Maybe they're not liking the sales. I don't know. Oh uh. no, uh,
6: funny. Not Bobby. really, but <laughs> not, and, it's, and it's too soon. Yeah. Not, not really, I know, but here's the problem. Twenty years old. I got two twenty year olds here. that go through the ups and downs, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out, Bobby. In twenty years, what could have you so Well, I can't even say that because we got teen shooters, but I hate that. And I hate that. And I hate that, Bobby. It's the holiday Mm -hmm. season. And my issue is always that it's a copycat effect. We all are victims of going to the grocery store, going to Walmart, going shopping for the holidays. Just, you know, and frivolously, frivolously. (laughs) without thinking about, you know, looking over our shoulder and looking back. Because it's the holiday season. You want people thinking that people are in a great spirit people are in a bad state of mind, Bobby. And people are just angry and frustrated. And I don't get it. I don't understand it. I probably never will. But prayers to everybody involved. Prayers to the victims and their families. I'm not praying for the, I'm not wasting my prayers on the on the perpetrators. I can't. I can't waste my prayers on that.
7: Well, I can't even. And yeah. I do
6: believe that you can wait. I believe that you can waste prayers. I do believe that you can waste prayers. I'm not wasting my prayers.
7: It's just I mean, we have another, you were just saying, um, being angry. In Colorado, there was a shooting where three people were killed. A, a woman that was critically injured, they got the guy. And it was, turns out, it's it's over property lines playing. Like bullshit! You're gonna kill people over property lines, and this is the part that really gets me. You can't be too smart because you don't think they're gonna catch you, <laughs> especially when you've been brought to court and and you've been the police have been called over these property lines. You don't think you're the first place these people are gonna go? Ugh, I just I, I'm just I'm yeah, over it. Yeah, you're,
6: you're you're treat. Bobby, your tree is growing over on my on my side of the, wall, yeah. the fence. Ridiculous stuff like that. Yeah. Something as minute as that. Cut the damn bushes, then.
7: The, just cut the tree like I can't even. It, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Something else that just happened, and I don't have a lot of detail, we don't, but we just we're mentioning this. We're kind of just glossing over the um the war in Israel. But the cabinet in Israel um has agreed to whatever. We don't have the detail on it. Um, whatever the negotiation is to, for the release of prisoners. The only thing that was that I do know that was thrown out was that um, Hamas was looking for, for every one prisoner that they would, um, or one hostage, they wanted three Palestinian prisoners released. I don't know if they actually came to that. And I, you know, a lot of these um, Palestinian prisoners were put in without without any put into jail in Israel, without any, um, any trial or whatnot. I I don't know. They, they, they might have some sort of reason to believe that they're Hamas, but I'm happy to see that maybe, or hope that maybe some of these people will be home for the holidays. Um, some of these innocent people that were again, just living their life, not being, I, I won't even say frivolous, just just nonchalantly living their life, walking down the street, minding their business, just like the people in the Walmart parking lot putting their groceries in. Hopefully they'll they'll be um they'll be home soon. Fingers and toes crossed.
6: It's very scary, Bobby. Very, very crazy. Okay, let's go let's get to something else. All that right,
5: is, so we're that moving is on. Yes, I it hate is. That this
6: country is. Wait, I I hate that this country is going in that direction and it just you know what it is, Bob? It's, oh, another one. I hate that we like that. We are like that. It's, oh, another yeah. one. It's so mad to us. It's like nothing to us. Good God. It's a different time, though. Okay. Let's go it, somewhere is, it, it is there a different guy. time.
7: So just, as, just two quick things on Trump. A Colorado judge ruled that the former Trump did engage in the insurrection, but rejected an attempt to remove him from the state ballot in 2024, finding that the 14th Amendment insurrectionist ban doesn't apply to presidents. So my guess is this is probably going to go to um, because a lot of states want to remove him this way. This is probably going to end up going to the Supreme Court, but I bet that they're going to tap dance and say they're putting it back to the states. Um, but that will be interesting. He also his gag order has been has been um, I don't know if lifted is the right the right lifted yeah. lifted um, yeah so he can somehow talk about uh, talk about um, the the. Uh, staff of the trial yeah, uh, yeah. of Jack Smith's staff. Uh, I don't know how he's not supposed to be mean, but I don't know. Everything that comes out of his mouth is mean. So, um, that's it on Trump. I don't want to talk about
6: the gag order was lifted so that he can still take control of the narrative of why he's in court. That's all that it, is it, ridiculous. Because that's what he does. He goes to the public, he goes to the court of public opinion and he directs this train, and they follow this, they sit, they stand and laugh. The worse he does, the more popular but he just gets. Which crazy. That is the that we did
7: I, I just can't believe that we are going to have another Biden-Trump matchup. You know, and I hope Biden, I mean, his he's polling, and I'm hoping the people that they're polling are, are, are just, they're not great. They're not an actual representation of what the country is. Because I can't believe that people are doing worse than what Trump did. And with all, And he's had two wars to battle. The COVID, <laughs> he's had a lot on his plate. Let me tell you, but um, what he also sat on his plate is birthday cake because he turned eighty one this week. Woohoo!
6: He did turn eighty one. And speaking of, and speaking of Trump and all the foolishness, yeah. he, um, it, the, 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 the way that he is really controlling it, Bobby, with, 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 with what it looks like to be a cult. It's just his, mm-hmm. his followers and his people who believe in him, what he. It is so so disparaging, and so now you we back to the Trump, and like you said, we back down to a Trump Biden race. But I don't believe the poll numbers because Biden is doing the job. The polls the polls can be shaky. The polls can be messy, but. It is very scary to think that this man might get four years on a revenge kit because he's not on to that's take That's all care he America. wants to do. He is on to
7: pay yes, back. he wants to change. Yeah, he to wants back. to put federal government, because that's under his control, in charge more. He wants to put the military, uh, you know, in taking people out more, you know, like um, if they, you do something he doesn't like, they can take you and put you right in prison. He's looking for immigrants to be like whisked up, don't even have their papers checked and thrown into their country. Uh, he, he's. I mean, he's coming out right out and saying it. He, you know, he's telling us all exactly what he wants to do. So we people have to pay, pay attention. Um, did you see that President Biden pardoned Liberty and Bell, the two turkeys? <laughs> so they're not gonna they're not yeah, gonna wind up on anybody's plate for for Thanksgiving. That's kind of nice.
6: If I I'll just say this: If I was another turkey, I would be feeling some kind of way because you know how many turkeys <laughs> are going to get eaten on Thanksgiving, and what makes us special?
7: Uh, and they let them, they let them all walk around, um, walk around the Rose Garden and everything. They were walk, they would walk in the walk from from the quarters right into where where uh, the president goes into his office. I was killing myself, squawking the whole way. I'm like, I don't know who's cleaning up after Here's them. Here's killing.
6: Here's. A- here is the killer, Bobby. They might have survived Thanksgiving, but will they make it through Christmas? <laughs> <No>.
7: oh. <laughs> they might be number one in line, right? So, uh, right. Uh, awful. We got a little bit more information from um, Joe Biden and President the Chinese President Xi. Um, it, 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 he's President Biden seems very encouraged. He says we're back to direct open um, communication. They're back to. Open comms with the military because that shut down. If you remember when Nancy Pelosi went to, in, to visit um, Taiwan, they shut all our, our military comms down. So that's sort of good. They're going to crack down on fentanyl trafficking and they're both going to work together um, for rapid a- AI developments and kind of just, you know, put those, put a kind of package those up and put guidelines in, and bumpers on those. So that said, oh, I thought, I thought. Blinken's eyes, Secretary Blinken's eyes were going to pop out of his head when after we they just had this whole big meeting. And then Joe calls she a dictator, <laughs> which isn't not true.
6: Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that is what um uh, that 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 is so crazy. Oh, it came right out
7: of his mouth, well, but you could just know. I mean, I love Joe, but but, but it nothing to do with his age. He just has he just has gaps. And he was very open about when people were saying, well, do you trust the Chinese? And he said, yeah, we got to verify, you know, you trust, but you but you have to verify everything. And I thought he's just being open. He's being transparent. He's letting them know he's not going to, you know.
6: Well, that's, and that's, and, yeah. yeah. And that's what they're saying, Bobby, that he's not doing his job because what he's still doing again is mending fences. He's fixing fixing the cracks in the fences that the last administration <laughs> left in there. We have to repair our, our, our foreign allies we have to repair those those relationships because we need as outside of america to protect america
7: but it's the truth and i think and but i think president but he's he's an older guy and what i mean by that is so we've like this big viral you know 6 foot 6 guy that kind of is scary by his stature, he has to kind of come out and say what he's thinking. He, he, it's the Trust is going to be about us, you know, us having a, a back and forth communication and us verifying the information. I'm not going to just trust you carte blanche. You know, that that's what g- could get us into trouble here. So um, she thought that, you know, there is the, the world is big enough for two superpowers. And, you know, that was, that was sort of, um, encouraging to to hear that that he wasn't thinking one should be over the other. Um, so let's see what happens, and let let's hope that President Biden can kind of keep the work the work going and keep the gaps to a minimum. Bless his little heart. I mean, he's better than the and other And his
6: one. foreign policy, and his foreign policy is what got him in the office. Mm-hmm. I believe that because he has more experience than anybody else. So for that reason, and that reason alone, you yeah. know, I do need him doing a few more things in America. That is why I'm I'm rolling with him.
7: I, he knows where the bodies are buried. He remembers, you know, he's got like a diary and he remembers where it all is. So, you know, when somebody tries to tap dance and say, this isn't what happened the last time, he can say, yes, it did on February 2nd, 1962. And he remembers because he lived it.
0: <laughs> hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends.
1: Listen to a brand new season of Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Uh, November twenty second um, is the sixtieth anniversary of JFK being killed. Isn't that amazing?
6: Oh yeah! Wow.
7: It's it goes my by mother fast. always
6: uh, talks about that. My mother and my grandmother used to talk about how sad of a day that was. Not just for America, but the black community. Mm. The black community absolutely loved uh, JFK. They did. And they loved them. Him.
7: And Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy was so great. Um, you know, they were they really yeah. believed in civil rights. I mean, the whole family. They're they're an incredible, incredible family. I just love Maria Shriver. Um, her mother, Eunice, started the uh, Special Olympics, which was so important for people who have special needs like my sister. You know, uh, that the yeah. Kennedy family had special needs and you brought them right out into the public. They brought that daughter out. So they're, they're an incredible family. And speaking of politicians, great women, um, Rosalind Carter died uh, at 96. Yeah,
6: 96, 96. That was a long life. The Bible says you guarantee 70 if you live mm-hmm. right. Anything after that is a blessing. So she mm-hmm. had 26 years of blessing. She was married to Jimmy Carter for 77 years
7: can you imagine she wow. she that is something i i was joking with you like the kardashians can't even stay married for 77 days never mind 77 years but that is that is pretty impressive and she the town that she was born in is the town that she died in plains georgia so they just lived a simple life a simple life of service she was 50 when she when she got in in 1977 during her time in the white house i mean she was an impressive lady she was somebody that that spoke about things people don't want to speak about. She spoke about mental health and the importance of mental health and parity for mental health and physical illness. So you who has cancer should not be treated any differently or have less respect than somebody who has depression or bipolar disease. That was unheard of. It was a novel idea at the time. Um, She was a champion for caregivers, which is something else that I have experienced. I just had not passed from Alzheimer's. And nobody thinks about the ca- the caregivers of the family. you know she said there were multiple types of people, people who need it, people who who are going through it right now um, and, and people who are doing it the, the caregiving and and how that was really important and um you know she she was a, a huge champion for that. Um, it's, they, they yeah, they have the longest marriage, and she was an activist she was she was big for women's rights. And women getting, um, women getting equal pay. It's something that Carter was not, even to this day, um, was not able to get past. But she was on the board. She, I mean, she was just a, an incredible woman, and so was he because he put her out in the forefront. She did this tour of different countries. She was the main speaker. There wasn't a secretary. It was her. But, Am I-
6: But Bobby, you said. You said she was an incredible woman, but so was he. He was definitely not a woman. No, but he was, a, woman. He, he was incredible. No, sorry. No, I know it. what you mean. Yes. No, he, no, I know that was the way you said well, it. Well, in 1977,
7: to say it's okay for my wife to go and speak for the country. And she did, and she did so beautifully. Like Nancy Pelosi had wonderful things. She, you know, she was the first woman to, to serve as a speaker of the House of Representatives, praised her as an, an uh, indispensable, competent advisor to the to the president and a pioneer on the world world stage she made high staked uh, diplomatic, diplomatic mission to latin america that's what i was just talking about and um uh, michelle obama said she was she was groundbreaking um to, with the stigma facing those who struggle with mental illness so god bless her she, hopefully she's <sighs> she's at peace oh, and let's see how long as you have said her husband cuz he's 99 Let's see how long he lasts without his wife, and he was—he
6: was aware. And and I I, and I was not saying that to say that I wish any ill will. Oh no, 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 no. yes. Quite some time, but usually when people are married for a substantial amount of their lives, when one partner goes, the other one goes, and people always say, "Well, you know, they don't want to be without their husband." It's so much more than a husband and a wife at that point. They are partners. One, yeah, they are really one. Yeah. Yeah, they are one. Their heart is conjoined, you know, like like a Siamese twins. So, you know, it's usually I don't want to be in on this world without my person who I've been with seventy seven years. is more than some people live their whole their entire lives. Right, it's fantastic, and to be married, that's great. Yeah, yeah.
7: I mean, to, to think, I mean, so I hope that, th- their kids are almost your mom's age. Do you know what I mean? Like they're because they had a child like within a year. Yeah. So it's amazing to think that they were still inactive. I hate to see them lose because uh, Alzheimer's is an awful way to. um to to die. Um, But they were just incredible people. One of my favorite quotes of Jimmy Carter is when he was trying to describe what America is and where he sees it going forward. And he, uh, the quote is something like, we become not a melting pot, but a beautiful mosaic, different people, different beliefs, different yearnings, different dreams, all coming together as one. And I thought, isn't that beautiful? Let me just
6: say this. Let me just say this. Yeah, that is beautiful, Bobby. But let me just say this i seen some pictures of Jimmy Carter when he was 19 in the military, when, uh, 21, when she married him. Jimmy Carter was the looker now. Let me just say, when he was young and he had some black people live, I'm like, oh, he kissed Rosalind's whole face with them.
7: He was a handsome young man. They, they, they were, and she was beautiful. She had these dainty features. They were a gorgeous couple. They, so they had, I saw a, yes. a, a wedding photo or something that they had had. And I said, Oh my God, they were, they were lookers. I have no idea what their kids looked like. Oh my God. Amy was that was Amy. Oh, uh, what a shame is that that was their daughter. Well, was they always Amy? say,
6: cause people always say what happened to them? They, they got old. I'm like, that's what happens. You get old. That is the objective of living. Is oh to my get old.
7: God. Yeah. I mean, should we all be blessed? I think that is, but th- these are two people, whether you liked him as a president, if you didn't like him as a president, he got stuck with that whole around Contra thing, which just, just soured everybody. Um, they lived their life of service. They, they habitat for humanity. They didn't stop. I mean, she was testifying before a Senate special committee in 2011. So, you know, she was in her, in her eighties, um, for, for caregivers, for caregiver rights, for more help for caregivers. Um, they were, they were a special couple, um, and spoke yeah. completely highly about each other. So God bless uh, Rosalind Carter.
6: Oh, and speaking of caregivers, Bobby, this is Caregivers Month. This is Caregivers Awareness Month. So if Aww. you're caregiving, you're taking care of a family member, like Bobby oh. takes care of her sister, if you're taking care of your mom yeah. or someone, yep. uh, thank you. Too. Thank you for your service because <laughs> it is the most selfless and the mo- and probably probably one of the hardest things to do is to take care of a loved one or family member. Because so much it that comes hard. with so much, and mostly, but mostly, you need a lot of patience. Uh, in yeah. the words of the late Dorothy Shbornak, uh "Shady Pines, ma, Shady Pines." Because Miss <laughs> Valerie, you know, <laughs> I ain't doing it.
7: <laughs> oh my God, it's so hard, Flame. I, you, you try. I, I was funny. I sent my sister a picture today. They had something on Instagram, and um, it, it, because I go into these sites, and they said that if if uh, you are with a loved one, with a parent, chances are they will live much longer w- w- when you're contacting them all the day. So I said, and they're both this two, an older woman and a younger woman smiling at each other. And I sent it to my sister, Colleen, and I said, oh my God, mom's going to live forever if that's the truth. I said, but that said, these two people are smiling at each other and we usually have our hands around each other's mm. throat. Um, so maybe maybe that'll shave off a Smart. few years.
6: And, and with the caregiving, it's a, it's a great time to go into the Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving has many, many meanings to many different mm-hmm. people. I know y'all going back to the old, what it all started from with the indigenous people in Columbus. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to all that. As an American, the way I grew up, Thanksgiving was always a time to get with family, yeah. uh, play cards, have dinner, talk about loved ones. Your grandmother and your auntie would always slip you a 20 or envelope with a $10 bill and it just, you know, for getting good grades. It was stuff like that, but mostly it was about the sense of family and friends and the food. If the food was the glue that kept us all together, everybody cooked. And it was always one person usually in our home that cooked. My grandmother did all the cooking, but then she taught my aunties to cook, but people would bring other stuff. You I know that we have a lot of sadness in, in the world right now, especially in America. We have a lot of hurt, a lot of angry people. We survived this pandemic and we're still surviving the the, the aftermath of the pandemic. But I want you guys to find a happy medium to put your your your, your, your bad feelings away just for that day. Mm. Push it to the side. I don't like this person. I don't want to speak to this person. Push it to the side because I'm telling you, with the way that the world is going and the way that it is looking, how bleak the world is looking, next Thanksgiving might look very different. We might not be this comfortable. We might right? be in a World War III oh, or in a situation forbid. where we can't have yeah. a, a turkey dinner or whatever. So embrace it, take it in, push it to the side. And I know people have done horrendous things to other people. And I'm the first one to say, I'm not talking to so-and-so and so-and-so. But on this day, or just on Thanksgiving, just, let's, let's just remember to give thanks and be grateful because I'm telling you, we don't know what things even gonna look like twenty twenty four, and we might not be able to afford a turkey. They already thirty dollars or forty five dollars for a pound. They're gonna be two hundred dollars a pound
7: come next year. It's the truth. I am in our family. It was always feasting, football, and floats <laughs> <laughs> because Terry loved those. Uh, loved Macy's Macy's Day Parade, which started in nineteen twenty four but I am th- very thankful this year to be alive and to be healthy. I've had a lot of death in my family over this year and you never know it can be young. It can be old. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my friends and my family. I'm thank thankful to you flame for this opportunity to do the podcast. I have had so much fun doing it. It keeps me engaged. I love it. So I want to thank you.
6: Oh, well, thank you, Bobby Clifford. I'm thankful for you because you have been the one host that I have had that has really cared about this podcast. And I just want to say that publicly. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. It was never about the money with you. It was really, really, really about the importance of the show. So that's why I'm grateful to I Heart and Black and Fake Network for three seasons of Laugh and Learn. Thank you to our producer, Aaron Howard. But I'm grateful for my children, my family. I'm grateful that I got a home that I, that I live in. It's not my home that I own, but I'm renting it and I'm comfortable here. And whatever guy got planned and in store for me, I'm here to take it all because I'm telling you, I know that some of my, my statements can be a little controversial to some people, but I am who I am. And what I am needs no excuses. I, I build my own deck, sometimes the ace and
7: sometimes the deuces. <laughs> you just speak your own truth. And that's so what I, I love about have, you. It's not you're not putting it. You're, yeah. you're speaking from your experience. You're not embellishing. You're not you're not speaking out of turn. Um, no. So you, people have to appreciate, and that's what I love about you.
6: Well, enjoy your Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great holiday this week. And listen, Black Friday, they say Friday, going to be Black Friday for all the sales. By the way, it's Black in my house every day, not just Friday. And I'm not looking for no Black Friday sales, but I appreciate you guys rolling with me and Bobby Clifford. For all the time that we have, I, we have had a great time with Laugh and Learn. We'll see what season four, if we have a season four, what that comes to. But I am here for it, and I could not do this without my girl, Miss Toots. Miss, I can't, I can't, but I can't <laughs> uh, without Bobby Clifford. Because here at Laugh and Learn, we have the same message and the same motto that will never change. We are never trying to get you to change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind. Because why,
7: Bobby? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Gobble, gobble.
6: And please remember to use your mind. Critical thinking is not a conspiracy. Critical thinking is what God afforded you to have your own way of thinking, your own heart, your own spirit, your own way of doing the things that you see are right. Beat your own drum. Somebody else may not dance to your beat, but you're not going to dance to theirs either. Beat your drum and dance to the beat that you hear. I dance to my own beat. Sometimes it's off, sometimes it's on, but it's still my beat because I own it. Just like Bobby owns her beat. You need to own your beat. On your beat, because I own oh man. That's going to be the name of this episode. On your beat.
7: <laughs> what do you have coming up in December? Uh,
6: Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving dinner. I got I got some more two dates for Tiffany in, that, in December. Oh, the, the pageant. De- December the 10th, Queen and King Pageantry System, which will be held in New Orleans at the Civic Center. Get your tickets on at the com for New Orleans or go to Queen and King Pageantry Systems page. We're going to have a fantastic time. 13-gallon uh, changes. I'm doing down the a row, so I'm going to talk plenty of it. And I'm going to talk plenty of it because that's what y'all are paying for. So come get it. Come have a great time. Thank you so much, my Bobby Clifford. Thank you, Mr. Aaron Howard, Flamets, and people out there listening to us at Laugh and Learn. Hey, this was a soft week, but we're waiting for something big to happen. Trust me. Trust me. Outside of all these airlines and all this travel this week, something is definitely going to happen. You stay on your toes. Keep your head on a swivel in the words of TT Jen, and we will see you next week for Laugh and Learn. Peace. Peace, Bobby C. Bye. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. Ooh, don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn.
0: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to Season 2 of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
1: From
3: iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life.